everybody, before we get into the podcast, we have a special announcement to make. Special announcement! <laughs> We're going to be out in public again. Oh, I'm so excited. For the first time in, like, years. We are going to be at Anime Dallas. Conventions are happening again, yes. and we will be there. Anime Dallas 2021 is happening November 12th through November 14th at the Hyatt Regency Hotel DFW by the airport. Anime Dallas is one of the coolest conventions. We were there the last time it was available to the public, and we will be there again this year. So check it out. We're going to be hosting three panels, three panels out there at Anime Dallas. So we want to see you guys out there front and center. Yes. Participating with us, and it'll be so much fun. Be sure to follow us on all our socials at Assuming Pod. And if you want to check out Anime Dallas, go to AnimeDallas.com. We'll see you there. Please listen carefully. And now, live from a commandeered radio tower in Nunya Business, Texas, it's the Assuming Positions Podcast. Featuring two guys stuck in the back half of a two-person horse costume, Kevin and Mikey. Hey everybody, welcome to the Assuming Positions Podcast. Kevin over here. And Mikey over here. And today on the podcast, we continue with spooky season. We continue and we end spooky season. Ooh, and we're ending with the spookiest of all, in my opinion. The monster of this week is... Our ghost. I'm wearing a sheet right now with eye holes cut out of it, just so you can get the full effect. <laughs> and I'm wearing a sheet with way too many holes cut out of it, like, <laughs> in, like in the Great Pumpkin. It is a string cheese peanuts. ghost, but we'll allow it. So, ghosts. We always start off with kind of a, either a definition or lore, and it's kind of funny with this one. When we did the witches one, I was like going. There's so much witches. Yes. There's so much witch stuff that we could do hours of... Po- There's way more ghost stuff. Ghosts are like... Super broad. Yes. So broad. So because of that, I'm going to interject here and ask you one question and give you one stat. So okay. first my question, because we are it is Monster of the Week and mm-hmm. we are talking about ghosts. Mm-hmm. Kevin, of the Assuming Positions podcast, <laughs> do you yourself believe in ghosts? No. Okay, that's fair. I'll tell you why as we go through this podcast. I have a very good reason for it. And we can get there. I, For myself, I will say maybe. <laughs> uh, but the interesting thing that I did want to put up right up front is that a study by YouGov, which is just a market research company and analytics firm on the internet, so take this with a grain of salt from anything you get on the internet, but they surveyed 2,000 American people, and they found that 43% uh, believe in demons out of those 2,000 people. But oh. 40% believe in ghosts. Mm-hmm. Of those 40%, 20% of those have encountered a ghost. Mm. And then just for silly, because of the things we were talking about last week, uh, 9% believe in vampires and 8% believe in werewolves. Oh. And then just a broad 31% believe in, quote unquote, other supernatural beings. Oh, okay. That's where my maybe falls in. But hey, 40% of people believe in ghosts. Yeah, well, I'll, well add to my no and say that when I'm, when I bought my house, when we were looking at the house, yes, there was I think there was renters in there. I don't think they were owners. I think they were renters, but they were like there, which was weird. Okay, and there was a couple of kids who lived there. There you and go. I remember specifically there were bacon cookies. Okay, which is why I guess why they couldn't clear out for us to look at the house because the cookies would burn. And it's a sense memory, like smelling cookies. Yeah, you're gonna remember that. And I literally asked the kids, I'm like, "Is this a nice house?" And they're like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Is it haunted?" And they're like, no. And I'm like, all right. Because if anyone's going to know if a house is haunted, it's little kids. I'm totally with you. Yes. If if there is a ghost in the house, then absolutely the kids would know. Exactly. I'm with you. Yes. So even though I said no, I before I bought my house, I checked. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with being sure. I get yeah. it. It's double checking. It's an old house. It was built in the 50s. Who knows what could have went on there? Anyway. Yeah, let's get into it. So what's a ghost? So in folklore, a ghost is the soul or spirit of a dead person or animal that can appear to the living. It's really that simple. Usually ghosts are seen as like translucent or sometimes even invisible. That's Um, it. 
so I guess they're not seen that way, or felt or heard, but they're often translucent versions of the living thing. Mm-hmm. That's the classic ghost. And then other terms uh, associated with ghosts, we got like apparition, haunt, phantom, <laughs> poltergeist, which is a specific ghost that throws stuff around. They're here. Uh, a shade, a specter, a spirit, or a wraith. Out of those names, which one scares you the most? Because, like, ghost, you're just like, okay, ghost, whatever. But if I hear, like, a wraith is after me, yes, I might double check. Yeah, wraiths to me are like seem like the uh, Lord of the Rings ring wraiths. Oh, absolutely. Wraiths. Yeah. Ring, wraith. <laughs> but that's what I think of when I hear wraith. That's scary, especially if you have a ring they want. And then Poltergeist, everybody knows that classic movie, which it won't come up with the recommendation because we've got better ghost movies. But as far as ghost movies go, Poltergeist, that's up there. I yeah. mean, just for the little girl on the TV, she's like, they're here. <laughs> yeah. So we said on the Witch Podcast that, you know, you could go to some island in the middle of the South Pacific and find some almost uncontact tribe and ask them about witches. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, we know what a, we know that. But ghosts are even... More so. Bad. I don't think there's a single culture on Earth that doesn't have, like, spirits of the dead. And it's so hard to find, like, the origin point because, like, yeah. death is a ritual for all tribes, all cultures. Yes. So if you're talking about something like a monster that comes from, you know, the afterlife that may be invisible, I, yeah, you're going to find that in any culture as far as time goes back. Yeah, and they all have different rites and practices sometimes some cultures it's okay for ghosts to be around it's your ancestors and they're expected to show up Mm -hmm. some cultures they come out once a year like day of the dead type stuff there you go dia de los muertos and some cultures the more like i probably the more western cultures you don't want them around ghosts are scary which is interesting, but I think I'll have more to say about that yeah. later. But yeah, yeah, ghosts are scary. It is a default just because they're undead. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, just it's the not to get too deep, but death is the one guarantee that we have no idea what happens. Yes, yes, I, I'm with you. But it also explains why so many cultures believe in the like their ancestors coming mm-hmm. back. Is it sort of at least in the good ghost sense, there's a way to remember them and to the yeah. honor and honor the ancestors, but. We're talking about ghost as like monster of the week ghost, which is like they have no they're they're like the vampires. They are the undead that can't get rest because they have some some purpose or some mission or they're mm-hmm. stuck here because of some reason, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right. then ghosts are so they literally have their own like genre, like ghost stories. That's it. Like that's when you're around the campfire, which is so much like what cavemen used to do. You tell ghost stories. That's it. You don't sit there and go, let's tell witch stories. Let's tell werewolf stories. Let's No, it's ghost stories. Although you did make me curious, though. Were cavemen ever uh, around the campfire talking about the guy with the hook hand tapping on the glass? <laughs> no, no, but I'm pretty sure that they had that one where they walked some girl home and then went, went back the next day and they're like, she disappeared years ago. You picked up a ghost. Oh, I love it. Yes. That's the classic Absolutely. one. And I believe it, yes. Every single lake or body of water in every single town has that Lady of the Lake story. When I was living in Tennessee, it was the Bell Witch. Yes. and, and oh, Who is a witch and a ghost? I just realized that now. Oh, anyway. a witch and a ghost, yeah. And when I moved out here to Dallas, they talked about the Lady of White Rock Lake, and I was like, there you go. Um, I've heard that story before, and it wasn't here because I just showed up. Is the White Rock Lake one that, like, if you're if you're driving along, you'll see a girl on the side you'll of the road. See a girl who needs a ride home, and she's beautiful or whatever. And but she never does anything. Like, yes. you give her a ride home, she gets out, yeah. and end of journey. Yes. But she continues to show up. Yeah. It's never like malicious or anything. Yeah. <sighs> so creepy. And then like something's left in your car or something like that. For some <laughs> reason, you have to go back to the house. Oh, that. Yeah. Or you or you she was just so beautiful. You have to go back to the house. And then when you knock on the door, you know, it's like, she died 100 years ago or She's whatever. She's from the 1700s. Yeah, whatever. It all, it, it all varies, but it's the same story. I'm curious to know if this is something people can write in about. So we've talked about the Texas and Tennessee one. There's got to be, like you're saying, there's got to be that lady of the lake mm-hmm. or the residential ghost. It's just like, if you do something nice for her, then the town continues and you get some boon <laughs> out of it. Ugh. I love it. So if if you're from a town other than Texas and Tennessee, write in, tell us about it. <laughs> 
So we're mostly a pop culture podcast, so we like to talk about appearances in, in media. Yes. So we always start with the earliest stuff we can think of, and that's usually literature, the first stuff written down. And usually this stuff comes from our friends in Greece, <laughs> the ancient Greeks, and all this stuff shows up in Homer back in the day. So He was the original, right? Yeah. Homer's Odyssey and Homer's yep. Iliad? Yep. In the Odyssey, there's a journey to the underworld, and that's just full of ghosts. That's it? There's just ghosts down there, basically. It's, it's people trapped between their journey between life and the afterlife. Yeah. They're just hanging around in the fields of Elysium. Yes. Which is funny because that shows up again and again. Yes. And most recently, it showed up in that Pixar movie. Oh, yeah, Soul. Soul, yeah. So it's just, yeah, Homer really hit it out of the park, whoever Homer was. <laughs> Are you one of those crazy people that think that Homer is multiple people? Oh, wait, no, that's a Shakespeare that's thing. Just, okay. <laughs> well, speaking of Shakespeare, he wrote, he had a whole bunch of ghosts in various different things. That's true. And the most famous is in Hamlet because it's basically, it starts off with a ghost. Hamlet encounters the ghost of his dead father. But this is a... Interesting or at least notable because, like, the, we were talking about, you know, ghosts have been around forever as, as part of, like, ancestry and funeral rites and sort mm -hmm. of, like, the community or family or whatever. But Hamlet's father's ghost coming back to, like, haunt him. Yeah. This is, like, almost bordering on when we get into the malicious. Like, the ghost is there to, like, freak Hamlet out yeah, and say... He's there to demand the murder most foul. Murder most foul. I mean, you don't want a normal person coming and saying that to you. To have an apparition come and say that yes. to you, it's madness. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> now, some of my favorite ghosts don't have anything to do with Halloween. They have to do with Christmas. <laughs> and there's ghosts in A Christmas Carol. The ghost of Christmas past. And present and future. And then there's also Jacob Marley's ghost. There's four ghosts in that. That's true. And even more when he looks out the window. I love Christmas, Carol. We've said that before. But it's kind of funny is it took me until I was well into my adulthood. Okay. To Do you know there's that one Christmas song, Carol, whatever they call them. I'm not talking about this Christmas. I'm talking about this Christmas song. Yes. Just the, I forget what it is. The Most Wonderful Time of the Year. That's what it's called. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah. And, and he goes... There's scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of yes. Christmas. And I was like, scary ghost stories? What are they talking about? Uh, scary ghost stories on Christmas? That's not what Christmas is about. And then, like, it was well into my adulthood. I was like, oh, he's talking about a Christmas carol. He's, like, literally referencing a Christmas carol. <laughs> and scary ghost yeah. stories, yeah. I'm like, duh. That's one of those moments when you hit yourself on the head oh, with yeah. your palm, yep. your forehead with your palm, and just go, duh. I was today years old when I learned that this song referenced a Christmas carol. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, for our, it's known as one of the kind of earliest American pieces of literature. Okay. Sleepy Hollow, the Headless oh, Horseman. Ichabod Crane, yes, yeah. and his tail. And he's, I mean, the Headless Horseman's got to be a ghost, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, at first blush, I say no because he is so corporeal. Mm. Like he's a dude on a horse with a pumpkin head. Yeah. So I have that like when I think ghost, that doesn't immediately spring to mind. I believe it with Sleepy Hollow because he does haunt the whole area, he right? Like a ghost to me. That's it. But also, like he's real. He's got a pumpkin head. It's yeah. creepy. I know. <laughs> But I, I I believe it as a ghost that haunts the area because that's that, that's sort of their bread and butter. Like yeah. when we're talking about ghosts, they are for some reason for supernatural universal laws they are confined to the area that they are assigned. Mm -hmm. And so, hey, headless horseman as a ghost, I believe it. Sure, I'm putting him on there because we can't talk about him on any of the other ones, and he's <laughs> awesome and scary. Um, and we're just we're just hitting some of the high points. We know there's like we said we could do this for hours. There's so many literary ghosts so many moving forward you got the good old casper who's a friendly ghost the friendly ghost um who was actually created in the 1930s did you know that i thought it was like way later like i thought he was like a 70s cartoon yeah, type stuff the 30s okay a property that just kept propagating there you go so he was in apparently he was in comics back then in the newspaper you'd see casper the friendly ghost comics and i believe it then moved on to animated cartoons and then a movie or two or three or i don't know how many movies they made we already we already mentioned goth princess christina ricci yes. she was in the casper movie of course who else <laughs> would be in the casper movie 
What do you think of the Casper movie? Uh, I like. I, I've. I, I'm only familiar with the. I guess mid '90s on version of Casper. Mm-hmm. So I'm not familiar with the original cartoons. I guess it was around the same time as Archie. If yeah, I think so. So I only know those movies, but I like a friend like a horror movie that's also wholesome. Well, I'm on board. <laughs> a friendly ghost. I, I much happier with a friendly ghost than a ghost that says murder most foul and like yeah follows me around or shows me the error of my ways in the past and how I'm going to mess up in the future. Like if we're talking Christmas Carol, mm. I don't want anything. No. To, no. no. Those, those are the ghosts that creep me out. If it's a friendly ghost and he's like, hey, my friends need help and we have this, what, locket hidden in the basement? What I, I don't know what Casper's MacGuffin is, but it, like, if he's a friendly ghost, it really can't be that troubling. So I'm happy with the friendly, not malicious ghost. So Casper, not the best friendly ghost in my opinion. Oh, okay. The best friendly ghost is Gus. Wait, there's more than one friendly ghost? Yes, have you ever heard of Gus? Gus the Friendly Ghost, I have not. I only know Casper. There was a book series, and Gus was the well, the first one. I think it's the first one. But the one I remember was Gus was a Friendly Ghost. Okay. And it's about Gus, the ghost in the house. And he has a little mouse friend or a rat. I can't. I don't remember if he's a rat or a mouse. But there's cheese involved, and <laughs> there's there's the people coming and going, and Gus trying to scare him away, and, and then realizing that's not a nice thing to do, and then becoming friends with the people. And it's beautifully illustrated. It's beautiful. as one of my favorite books when I was a kid. I think I read it to my kids. It's by Jane Thayer. Gus was a friendly ghost. I think there's more than one, but that, it's delightful. That's the kind of ghost I can get behind is that so Gus is probably haunting an old house yeah, and a yeah, new yeah. family moves in. Yeah, yeah. And he's Basically. like, oh, no, interlopers. Yeah. I got to be a ghost. But he's like, hey, these interlopers aren't too bad and they're good company. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Casper. I mm-hmm. think, you know, that's kind of the same synopsis as the movie, but I'm all about it. Like cohabitating with a ghost? Yeah. Totally fine If I with recall, it. they do. They come to some kind of agreement, <laughs> you know, where he still can be ghostly and stuff. There you go. And do his chains and clankiness. I am a people pleaser and a compromiser, mm-hmm. so if I ever in, find myself involved with an actual ghost, I'd probably do a Gus or a Casper sort of situation, be like, hey, haunt all you want, just I need some sleep between like these hours. Now, what about an army of ghosts that's on your side, but they're still ghosts? Oh, like I get to control those ghosts? As much as you control an army that's allied to you. Ooh, it depends on how functional those ghosts are. Tell me more. Well, the dead men of Danaro. Oh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, from Lord of the Rings. And Aragorn and yes. his army of the undead. Yes. Uh, one, that's a baller move. Like, that's yeah. great. You just be like, I'm king. Here's all my ancestors, like we're talking yeah. about from folklore. But also, my ancestors love me, and they know how cool I am. I'm going to bring out the sword, and we're going to go attack you. That's cool. Uh-huh. Do I think I can do that? <laughs> Never. <laughs> I'd be like, there's so many ghosts here. Oh, my God. And they're really creepy in the movie. Yeah, they got the old king beards, and they're all, like, ghastly, like, actual ghost-looking. Yeah. That was such a great scene in Lord of the Rings, though. Absolutely. Yeah, that was really well done in the movies. In the books, it was just your imagination, but they did a good job visualizing my imagination. Oh, true? So, wait, when you imagine an army of ghosts, would that sort of fit in with it? Or if you could pick, like, a style of... If you could pick the ancestor ghost from, like anything would it be like lord of the rings yeah. where they're old kings and stuff yeah that's that was great yeah definitely <laughs> then then you also have kind of in that it seemed like because there's boats involved but there's also the ghost pirate ship well then we're getting into pirate of the caribbean territory but yeah, yeah. ghost pirates classic i think i would take ghost pirates over ghost kings but yeah. that, that's just off the top of my head right now then probably in the most recent Literary ghost of note is from the Harry Potter series. There's a bunch of ghosts. There's a bunch of Hogwarts, but I think Emoting Myrtle was kind of like the star. That's it. Yeah, because she interacts with Harry Potter the most. But uh, nearly headless (laughs) Nick. Oh, I'm telling you, only great because of who played him in the movie. Exactly, Monty Python alum John Cleese. John Cleese. And he's running around, and yeah. he actually takes his head off right. a little bit. He's like, "Hello, children!" Yes. And he's pulling his head off, and everybody's okay with it. Yeah. Like funny in the book, but when you have John Cleese doing it, I mean, that's just that was a, a cinematic A plus to yes. whoever did that and, and got John Cleese to be in a green screen for a week. But <laughs> no, absolutely. And the Harry Potter ghosts are—I'm with them because they're like the Caspers and the Gusses that we're talking yeah. about. Is that 
they exist in the castle. It's a cohabitation. They aren't really out to, I mean, I don't know if we have the time for the argument. Moaning Myrtle might have been out for Harry Potter. But (laughs) other than that, the ghosts themselves are just sort of like, oh, there's kids in the castle. (laughs) Look, I can take my head off. (laughs) Oh, man. So is there any other literary ghosts that tickle your interest? Uh, I think Harry Potter taps it out. As far as literature, the only one we didn't really mention because it it is important, but it does it doesn't really fit into the chronology of like the origins of ghosts. But somebody that does ghost stories extremely well is Shirley Jackson, mm. and she really only had fame in the literature world. But she writes about the like Victorian Gothic like. You have come to my domain, and I must remove you from my house kind of ghost. So that's the only one I want to give a shout-out to as far as literature is concerned because it is the old gothic, like, I live here, this is mine, you cannot have it, be gone kind of ghost. And those are the creepiest. Yes, for sure. So something fun we've been doing these past couple of Monsters of the Week is trying to find the earliest movie reference. Yeah, yeah. And the earliest ghost movie reference is so old, I couldn't <laughs> believe how old it was. It was Wait. a, they made movies back then? I was going to say, because like we talked about Wolfman, that was lost to time. Mm-hmm. We talked about vampire movies, that was almost lost to time. Mm-hmm. We still have ghost movies from like way, way back when? How, how early are we talking? Okay, so the first movie with ghosts in it was called The House of the Devil Translated. It was a French movie. The Menu du Diable. That sounds that, like perfect French. Uh, maybe. I have no idea. I probably butchered it. It is a short film, silent short film from France from 1896. 1800s from France and has devil in the title. I'm pretty sure that short film actually captured a ghost. <laughs> I'll say that right now. Like It could have been the first fictionalized <laughs> ghost, but we're talking that time period in France. And they're they're talking about devil stuff? That ghost is real. <laughs> it tells the story of an encounter with the devil and various attending phantoms. And here's what's neat. It's technically the first horror film, but if you type in The House of the Devil or Le Menu de Diable, Diable. <laughs> in 1896, if you look it up, if you Google, if you look it up in Wikipedia, yes, it's so short, it's three minutes long, that literally the thumbnail, you can play it and you can watch the movie. <laughs> The whole movie is the preview. Yes. That's the great. The whole movie is the preview. You can watch the whole thing. Well, then I'll definitely check it out. I got the attention span for that for sure. So it's crazy. And the the, the funniest thing, too, is that so we complained about reboots. Mm-hmm. One year later, in 1897, they did a reboot of it. That's crazy. Called The Haunted Castle. The Chateau Haunted so it, okay, so it's not just about the devil now; it's about the house. So now they're so. getting a little bit more solidified in their ghost mythology. Yes. But it was a it was a remake, and they're often confused together. Now the cool thing is, is we talk about lost to time. This movie was considered lost to time. Okay, but it was found in 1988 in the New Zealand film archive. Uh, that's yes. ghost. Yeah, that's ghost. How far away from France is New Zealand in 19? It's like what. 102 years later, it was found in New Zealand. Sounds like ghost time to me. Yeah, <laughs> 102 years for a spectral to carry, to figure out how to manifest enough to carry a piece of film from France to New Zealand. Yeah, 102 years. That seems about right. <laughs> so, yeah, go on Wikipedia and take three minutes to watch the thing. It's got those fun, like we were talking about, those fun special effects back then, which was just jump cuts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, no, like surprise. Oh, yes. But also kind of funny, I think we're documenting it here, is that the first reboot was in the 1800s. Yeah. Like, we can be mad about them all we want, but apparently they've been going on for yeah, hundreds right. of years. <laughs> oh, but, uh, okay, so, and that's great. I love the the first ghost movies, but what I really want to know, I want to know about what relates to you, Kevin. What are your personal ghost movies? What do, When you think of ghost, what do you think of? Because I know you don't, I mean... If you do think of the House of the Devil, then thumbs up to you. <laughs> no, I don't. I just found out about <laughs> it when we're when we're looking up stuff for ghosts for this pod. But when you think about ghosts in media, are there any that spring to mind for you? I mean, obviously, it was iconic. I had the poster. It was more about the people who were busting them than the ghosts. But <laughs> but Slimer was a big deal in Ghostbusters. 
Boston makes me feel good. Mean it, mean it, mean it. Yeah, man, I... <laughs> Yeah, I had the soundtracks. I had the poster. Yes. I watched that dumb cartoon. I had Slimer gear. It's so funny because he's like barely in the movie, but. Yeah, he's in the first one for like he's he has a decent chunk in the first yeah. one, but in the second one they're just like, hey, remember this guy? Yeah, it's and Slimer. in the cartoon he's like hanging around the, the station. I'm with you. Uh, Slimer is my spirit animal because of all the ghosts out of Ghostbusters. Because uh, uh, I'm with you. Ghostbusters is rad. It's all time. It's classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things Ghostbusters has going for it, it, it does run the gamut of ghosts as far as like you got the old like Victorian in dresses sort mm-hmm. of standing in the shadows being creepy all the way up to, I guess, the Marshmallow Man counts as a ghost, yeah. you know? So. But, but then you have Slimer, who's just, like, chaotic good. He's like, I'm going to ghost through walls, and I'm going to mess stuff up, and I'm going to drink some high C ecto-cooler. <laughs> <laughs> ecto-cooler! Yes. That's my main reason for loving Slimer, is because I am a huge fan of the high C ecto-cooler <laughs> drink. It tastes like ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But we've talked about Teen Wolf. We've talked about uh, the Jim Carrey vampire movie, yes. Once Bitten. Uh, Ghostbusters, Ugh. I think for me, like we've already said how we're a fan of the sort of blend of horror comedy, horror action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ghostbusters is the perfect amalgamation of them all. It's just, it's got action, it's got comedy. Yes. Perfect comedy. I mean, look at the people in there Bill Murray, Harold Ramis, all, like, all those guys. So, perfect combination of all of those. It's it's true, and also from a, a little bit after the era, but we have we have to mention it. It has one of the most iconic movie scenes in ever. If you ever hear the Righteous Brothers, you immediately think about making pottery. Oh, the the movie is simply called Ghost. Ghost, but uh, stars our our main man Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore. Yep. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Yep. Now, listen, it's a damn good movie. I have my thoughts. You have your thoughts. Let's go. I like it. <laughs> I like ghosts. I think it's a great movie. We agree. I really like how they do the ghost lore in it. Of all the movies we can talk about, and we're going to talk about a, a bunch of them here, but of all the movies we're, we're going to talk about, to me, that's like the most like, hey, let's solidify ghost lore. Yes. As far we talked about how like the old Dracula movies solidified vampire lore, mm-hmm. and the werewolf movies, this and that. But I mean, this movie was like, hey, we're going to solidify ghost lore, like what goes on and stuff. He's literally like trapped between heaven and hell. That's it. And wandering around. In the fields of Elysium, like the old Greeks. Right. And he can't do anything, but then he runs into that guy in the subway who teaches him how to do stuff so he can do like ghostly you know, moving stuff around stuff. This is my train. Oh, yeah, yeah so good. And then, oh, man, when when the bad people get taken, to, when those phantoms from, like, the underworld show up. That's it. That's come out of the shadows. The shadows, like, boil up and turn into them and, like, grab the person and drag them away. Oh, it's so awesome. And I'm totally with you. The I guess the argument you could make is that Ghost with Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore is a, a romantic, not a romantic comedy, but it's a it's a chick flick. It, it yeah, but it's got so much cool stuff in it. I'm with you. The lore is amazing. The yes. fact that ghosts can die is a new is a concept that's kind of specific to ghosts. Yeah. You know, like you've heard about it before, but like the fact that ghosts, if they don't accomplish their mission, get banished to the eternal ether like the rest yeah. of us, and you're scared for them. Awesome. Uh, the whole like you're talking about, he learns how to be a ghost. At, like the effort of him moving that penny. Yes. Ghost can't touch stuff, and he and he has so much passion and ghost powers that he can move the penny. Yes, it's. I think it gets overshadowed by <laughs> the pottery scene. <laughs> that thing got parodied so much, so much. Even in Community, there's yes. a, a whole episode based around it where yes. there's a pottery class, and he says, yes. "Anybody that reenacts it is kicked out of this class." Yes. I, I I will say for me, I mean, this is personal. I took two pottery classes in college. I didn't get any of that speech, but you could tell in the air that people were like, should we go up behind one another and start singing this song? Like, there was a little bit of that, but it felt salacious. So props to props to Ghost for setting that tone and being the iconic scene. It is a bummer that the, the, the pottery scene is what most people remember yes. from it. But for Ghost Lord, yes. solid movie. Very solid movie. 
also not really for ghost lore, but for fun. Yeah. And one of our favorite movies, and I talk about it all the time because it blew my mind. This is the first time I saw Winona Ryder was Beetlejuice. Oh, of course. Beetlejuice. No, nope, that's two. Beetlejuice. Hey, buddy. <laughs> nice model. We both shop at Kmart. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Beetlejuice is, he says he's a ghost. He's the ghost with the most. That's true. And they travel to the underworld mm-hmm. and they learn the rules for being, uh, oh, what's the book called? I forget. Rules for the unliving and undead or uh, something yeah, like that. Some, yeah. The rules for the undead. I think it's something along those lines. But it's more ghost lore. Be like, here's how you exist. Yeah. That has lots of ghost lore in it because they're learning how to be ghosts. That's it. They're like, well, we have to, you know, scare these people away from this house. And they're like, actually, according to subsection 32, they are now the proper residents and you have no power in this domain. So then they hire Beetlejuice. (laughs) It's it's great. That's that's great ghost lore. But that's interesting because I like just on default, like brain association. I don't think of Beetlejuice as a ghost movie, but it is. It is. And so knowing that I I put that pretty high up in the ranking of ghost movies in general. Beetlejuice. Absolutely. Here's a quick tangent for you. Before you get to your tangent, this just in, it's called The Handbook for the Recently Deceased. Oh, I was so close. But yes, The Handbook for the Recently Deceased. Looks it's got that, that simple illustration on yeah, the cover like of something it. from the 50s. Yeah, see? Here's how to be a Boy Scout. Also, here's how to be a recent ghost and undead. Sorry you died. Oh, I love that whole like 50s mentality. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry that something went wrong, but congratulations, you're a ghost now. Here's how you live your life. But here's a tangent. So we're talking about Beetlejuice, who is a ghost. We're talking about the old Hamlet ghosts, mm-hmm. like, and we're talking about the Lord of the Rings ghosts that mm-hmm. are all kings and like fancy drab garb and all that. It is a Russell Peters, Aziz Ansari stand-up comedy bit, so mm-hmm. this isn't an original thought by any means. But it still makes me curious, and I think about this every time I watch a ghost movie. Mm-hmm. How come we don't see like post two thousands ghosts? It's not like people stopped dying in the 90s or 1800s, you know? Like, we should have modern ghosts. Oh, you're saying when people say they see a ghost? That's it. Oh, okay. They always see a ghost, and it's from, like, Victorian era. Yeah. And it's, or it's the ghost of White Rock, and it's some lady in flowing white garbs mm. from the 1800s or long, long ago. Why? Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, if you're talking about people seeing ghosts, but I mean, like, Patrick Swayze ghost was a modern ghost. Oh, that's true. But that's a movie ghost. And then, you know, Beetlejuice, they were modern ghosts, but that was a movie ghost. Uh, the bit, I see what you're d- talking about. They're talking about people seeing ghosts. Yes. And no one sees a ghost that was from, like, last month. Like some dude bro that, like, yeah. had an accident at the, the hazing fraternity, <laughs> and he's just showing up in his sideways head, be like, what's up, where's the kegger? He'd be like, uh, dude, you're kind of see-through. I, so I the, go- my- the, ghost is the ghost of some dude who was at Woodstock 99. That's it. <laughs> what we you never hear about those ghosts. You do Fred make a point. Dirks told me to break stuff. <laughs> and I broke stuff. And it turns out that I hang out in this field now. Uh do you want to pay me a, a an offering? But uh, you do make a point that Patrick Swayze is a modern ghost. That's extra points in ghost favor. If the only point of this episode is that we're talking about Patrick Swayze's ghost, uh, I'm kind of there for it. Yeah, and then of course the spoiler, the sixth sense. Had a modern ghost in it. That's it. I see dead people. Yes. And he was the dead people. Maybe maybe that's why he got away with it, though. Maybe he was playing on the fact that most people are, when they expect a ghost story, you kind of expect the old, like, Christmas Carol. Yeah, that's how he was able to do the switcheroo. Oh, see, uh, I'm learning so much right now. But I want to see some, like, just, like, suburban town, like, accident gone wrong, haunting a a duplex with a pickup truck kind of, like, I'm a ghost now. Hey, you want some cornbread? Like, that kind of ghost. I wonder if that's just not scary to people. That's why. It's just kidding. Like, like, in this field, they had Woodstock 99, <laughs> and now it's haunted by the ghost of a Limp Bizkit fan. It's like, what? Yeah, that wouldn't be it's scary like, at like all. like puka shells and a... <laughs> Frosted tips. <laughs> Frosted and... <laughs> that would not be a scary ghost boo, at all. Boo, bro, Boo. Boo. Uh. I scared you. I totally got you, bro. You totally jumped. Also, can you give me a ride home? <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> but, but yeah, that's yeah. funny. I'm with you. And then we got to give shout outs to, like, we already mentioned the Sixth Sense. Now, Field of Dreams has ghosts in it, technically, I guess. Or is that just a fever dream? I don't know. 
I, I would say ghost, but this falls into the Casper Gus wholesome ghost. Yeah. It's his dad. Yeah. It's great. And Shoeless Joe. It's Shoeless Joe Jackson. <laughs> and then uh, more friendly stuff, Coco. Oh, yes. The, new, the, the latest Disney, Disney Pixar. Yeah, that was uh, that was a whole Day of the Dead based thing. But uh, props to that for tying into the... I guess this is where I fall in line with ghosts. I I I, I said maybe up top that whether I you know believe in ghosts or not, mm-hmm. I don't. In the sense that I don't think some Victorian witch is going to show up and be like, "There's a curse upon this house, and you have to go find the diadem to lift it. Otherwise, I will drown you in blood." Like, but I don't believe in any of that. But like the ancestry, like build a baseball field and your dad might show up, or like Native American, like we're building a fire and we oh, burn yeah. these things and the ancestors show up. Star Wars, you have this fire mm. with teddy bears and, you know, blue ancestors show up and show up in hologram form. Mm. Totally love all of that. Totally get on board with it. But I, I, I just fall apart in the, like, the evil ghost maliciousness. Mm. I don't know. But Field of Dreams is up there. I, I mentioned Star Wars. That's up there, too. Yeah. But it's Force, kind of the same thing. Force ghosts. Yeah. There's so many ghosts that aren't Halloween-y. That's it. But since this is Halloweeny, so here's really why I don't buy into a lot of ghost stories is because I used to get paid to tell ghost stories. Oh, okay. <laughs> Give us some details on that. All right. So when I was in college, I used to be a tour guide at the Hamilton Turner Mansion in Savannah, Georgia. As far as like actual places that might be haunted, I'm pretty sure Savannah, Georgia is up there as far yes. as like being close to New Orleans, voodoo, southern swamp you ghost supernatural stuff so and there's a there's a rumor that the hamilton turner mansion in savannah georgia was the model for the haunted mansion at disneyland awesome um and world i guess i think it's just the same era of gothic architecture so that's why it looks like it so, so if it's not the specific building, it's close enough yeah. because it's on theme. So it looks like a haunted house. It was built in 1873, and I used to give tours of it. And I didn't give tours of it as a haunted house. I gave tours of it as, as a historic building in the historic district. And I talk about Samuel Hamilton, and this was the first <laughs> electrified house in town. And people used to come and watch the lights come on. And some people stood back because they thought the house would explode. And you know, all these kind of fun historic things. and I can tell you did that for a while because you had yeah. those sort of bullet points ready to go. Oh, yeah. Still, all this time later. Then it was purchased by uh, the Turner family, <laughs> and then Dr. Turner had a practice down in the basement. And, yeah, so I gave, I gave tours of this mansion. And then they wanted to do ghost tours there after hours. Of um, course. But they couldn't get... So the historic district of Savannah was pretty much just... No one really lived there except for the students at the school I went to, which was me. Um, (laughs) And they were trying to get the tour guides to come out like after hours and do a ghost tour out there, but no one wanted to because they'd have to drive back into town. Now, me, when I stepped out of my apartment and looked to the left, I saw the mansion. Oh, you were right there. Yeah, so I was like, okay. And so I would just toddle over the mansion at like 8 o'clock or whenever it was was getting dark, 7 or 8. Sundown, yeah. And I would take people on an hour tour of this house at night by candlelight and would tell all these stories of the house. And some of them I made up myself because people gave you tips. And the better your stories were, the better tips you got. I learned that quick because they'd be like, did you ever see anything happen? Because there was two standard stories of that house. And you can look this up. Um, Yeah. One of them was is that they used to have parties there because it was a mansion. This is like a three story mansion built in the late and antebellum times antebellum much. absolutely so they would have parties there and apparently the kids weren't allowed to like see not heard back then yes. so they were sent upstairs and upstairs there was a billiard table which they would play with while everyone was downstairs dancing and drinking and having fun of course um, but one time the kids got this idea like, oh, what if the billiard balls fell off the table and rolled down the stairs? We'd have to go get them. Oh. So they rolled the balls down the stairs and they're like, oh, I have to get the balls so they could peek and see what the adults were doing down there. Usual well, the kid st- stuff, yeah. The story goes as one of the children, she fell down the stairs. No. And these are big, tall, steep stairs and she died. And then to this day, sometimes at night, especially if there's something going on downstairs that isn't going on upstairs, you'll hear the laughter of children in a billiard ball bouncing down the stairs. Okay, I take back everything I said about ghosts because children ghosts? 
Yeah. Are creepy. <laughs> and then also, there was a story of a cigar-smoking man on the roof, because it was a three-story building, and the roof was really high up, yes. and there was a cupola up on the roof, mm-hmm. which was a little tiny, tiny room with windows and a door, so you could get onto the flat roof. It was a flat roof. There you go. And supposedly, people would see a man smoking a cigar up there, and they said there was a guard who Hamilton hired because he had valuables in the house, and there was an armed guard who'd always be on the roof. Okay. And at one time, he was found dead. Dead on the roof. Dun, dun, dun. And no one knows what happened. It was never solved. And sometimes people say they look up there and they can see an ember of a cigar burning that the same cigar, that, as if the guard was still up there smoking his cigar while he was watching over the house. Ooh, spooky, spooky stogie. Spooky. <laughs> but I do have some, there was a couple of fun things that happened yes. while I was giving those tours. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it was by candlelight. So I had like this candelabra thing that I'd carry around. So it was extra spooky. There was one time, this is, here are some weird things that happened. People would ask me, and here's some true weird things that happened. Give it to me. First true weird thing that happened is, is we're in one room and I'm sitting there telling the story and a gust of wind from, I don't know where, blew all my candles out in front of everyone. It went pitch black and everyone flipped out. Perfect ghost move. Crazy. Thankfully, there were some smokers in the in the tour <laughs> that were able to pull out I a lighter. I got a lighter. We're good. Yeah. yeah. So I carried around a lighter with me after that. Never happened again. And one of my favorite stories ever is, if you didn't know Savannah, Georgia, is where the Girl Scouts of America started. So we'd get a lot of Girl Scouts who wanted to go on a ghost tour. And we actually gave them special tours. Okay. And they were allowed to stay in the haunted house overnight, too. It was this whole package thing. Yep. And it was a lot of fun because kids, they're fun. It's a field uh, trip. Why it's not? It's a field trip. And because they stayed in the upstairs part, I could take them around the upstairs part. There you go. So I could take them to the cupola on the roof. With the smoking man. Yeah. So because they were staying there. So we climb up these super steep stairs. Probably might have been dangerous. <laughs> um, but we, we take them up there to look around because you could get a nice view of the city up there. And... We're coming. I gave him the whole spiel of the smoking man, Mm -hmm. and then we're coming down the stairs. And of course, I'm the last one. And the the door, like the wind blew. This is obviously wind, but the door wasn't latched properly. The wind blew, so the door opened and then slammed closed behind us. Nice. The girls they screamed. So they they they, it was crazy. I was afraid they were going to fall down the stairs. The screaming, and one girl got so scared, she pulled the rivet out of her jeans. Oh, wow. You know how jeans have rivets in yeah. them? She was like, oh, she's like holding this uh, <laughs> rivet, and she's like, oh, my God. Was, I'm on the same page as that little girl. <laughs> you were so quick to say, oh, it's just wind, of course. Yeah, wind blows a door open and shut. But I will be the other side of the coin that says, uh, slamming doors, probably an angry ghost. I will tell you, though, after everybody left, when you're closing up an 1870s mansion yes, at night, yeah, that's huge. That's three stories. That existed in the time when yeah. the first ghost movie was produced. Yeah. Yes. When you're closing that place, when you're locking that place up, because I'd be there by myself locking the place up, it's pretty creepy. I'm with you. Especially when it looks like the Haunted Mansion from Disney. <laughs> so anyway, that's my ghost story. That's really why I don't believe a lot of ghost stories, because I made up a lot of stuff to get tips. So I think, uh, sure, there's probably some legit ghost stories out there, but you got to consider the source. <laughs> That's surprising. I understand it, but I would think that somebody that, yes, you made up your own stories, but you also just told us two stories about things that can't be explained. Yes, Yes. true. It's the wind, sure. Also (laughs) could be ghosts. Uh, But I also say that as I'm jealous because I'm a fan of, I'm the type of person that says, hey, don't stay in this, like if somebody says, don't stay in this hotel, it's haunted, you Mm -hmm. know, don't go to room 1408. I'm kind of like, what's in room 1408? I want to go check it out. So working in a building like that, that that's old. Yes, it could be wind. Yes, it could be just bad candles, but also might be ghosts. Mm-hmm. Might be Casper. Now, the Hamilton Turner Mansion now, shout out to them. I have no association with them anymore, but they're no longer a museum. They're actually an, an inn. You can stay there. Oh. Now, so if you want to stay in the place that looks like a haunted house, head out to the Hamilton Turner Mansion in Savannah, Georgia, and tell them you heard about a guy who used to give tours there back in the day. And I have to say this, too. I'm putting this on on the record. Let's do it. When I was doing ghost tours in Savannah, mm-hmm. there was no ghost tours in Savannah, but mine. You were the first. Now there's ghost tours all over Savannah. You were the trendsetter. And I'll have anyone come at me. This was the mid-90s. There was nothing else going on <laughs> as far as ghost tours. Everything was about that book, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, 
in the Civil War. That's all that was going on back then. And pirates, too. They had pirate stuff. But here's the ghost twist. Like, you make that claim now, and I go, I believe you. And then I turn around, and I turn back, and Kevin is gone. You were <laughs> never here. And I was like, I met the ghost that did the Hamilton house and started all the ghost stories in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, so I guess that's my recommendation. Go to Savannah. Go on some ghost tours. It's fun out there. Do you have any ghostly recommendations, books, movies, TV shows? Uh, I wish I had cool building recommendations. Uh, I haven't myself had any real-life occurrence to say maybe this might have been a ghost. I wish I had. I'm I'm willing to believe, yeah. even though I'm a maybe on the believe scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do enjoy a ghost movie. Harry Potter, we mentioned, always a good time. Yes, mm-hmm. the ghosts are a small part in there, but the movies and the books are all time. Ghostbusters, obviously classic. But if you want to get into the creepy monster of the week that we're talking about, mm-hmm. actual like ghosts that are malicious and want to hurt you, two recommendations. Poltergeist? No, we already mentioned Poltergeist. <laughs> that holds up, but it's if if you're a fan of 80s horror, you can get behind it. I'm also creeped out about how like everyone who did that movie, something bad happened to them. That, that, that is really a thing that's out. true. I don't feel like I want to watch it. I mean, I've watched it, but I don't feel like I ever want to watch it again after hearing that stuff. Don't want to summon the bad stuff just in case. I'm with you. But it's also super 80s, so, you know, grain of salt with that one. Two things that aren't the super 80s. One, Guillermo del Toro, a fellow nerd like ourselves that loves all things fantasy and monster and creature, uh, did his own ghost story. It's called Crimson Peak. Essentially, it's just like the Victorian gothic ghost that we're talking about. It's old clothes, it's mansions with flying buttresses and weird Mm. rooms that nobody, like, I didn't even know we had this room. Like, oh, there's a second basement? Like, that kind of Victorian gothic household. And then it's just super creepy visuals. It is a ghost story, so there isn't really too much horror going on, because how much can a ghost do? I mean, Patrick Swayze had such a hard time moving that penny. (laughs) You know, that's the rules that have been established by Patrick Swayze. What can a ghost really do? But... Given that, I think Guillermo del Toro does a really cool visual job of suspense and horror when it comes to something that's spectral and can't really hurt you. Mm. Uh, For the other side of that is the Matthew Lillard vehicle 13 Ghosts, which is essentially just kind of like a final destination, kind of like a saw. It's like, hey, let's watch this horror movie to watch a group of people get sort of manhandled and done in by 13 different ghosts. But... These are not Victorian ghosts. These are like creepy, mutilated, like, oh, you died a horrible death, and now you're still here, and now you're going to make me die a horrible death. Perfect kind of Halloween horror fright Uh, fest, and you get 13 different ghosts and 13 different machinations. So uh, 13 Ghost is my actual, like, scary horror ghost movie recommendation. Perfect for Halloween. And Matthew Lillard. I mean, he was in Scream, so... He goes beyond screaming this one. He's a little bit campy, but it's it's kind of perfect for the movie that he's in. So, thirteen ghosts, check it out. That's perfect. Okay, and like we said, there's so much there's so much stuff about ghosts. We could talk about ghosts forever. We could. Um, I do have one question though. Yeah. So we've been talking about ghosts. We we mm. know the lore. We now are learned in ghost history, yes. and we have evidence of ghost rules and all that. Mm-hmm. Would you ever be part of a ghost hunting team? Along the lines of, like, Ghost Hunters on Discovery or Ghost Hunters 2 on the History Channel. What's your hot take on the actual shows that say, hey, we're out to prove that ghosts exist? Uh, How long have those shows been on? Oh, for many seasons. Many, many years. (laughs) Making lots and lots of episodes. Did they find ghosts yet? Zero ghosts have been found. Okay, well, there you go. That's really all I have to say about that. (laughs) Them and the Bigfoot guys. But uh, I believe in Bigfoot more than I believe in ghosts. Interesting. Okay, <laughs> but, but they still haven't. They still haven't found Bigfoot yeah, yet. That's a whole other thing. I'm a sucker for the Ghost Hunter shows because, like I said, I want to believe. Like X Files, I'm with Mulder. <laughs> I, I do want to believe, but you cut right to the chase of it. There's been ten, twenty seasons of, of different <laughs> Ghost Hunters, Ghost Finders, Ghost Searchers, whatever the name is, and still no no single yeah. ghost. I mean, just like blips I, on a radar. Like I said, I saw how the sausage was made. When I was when I was a tour guy <laughs> telling ghost stories, there's so much because Savannah has so many good stories, and I like I'm saying go on a ghost tour. They're super fun. Yes, and tip the tour guide if they're good, <laughs> like a lot. Tip them a lot if they're if they're entertaining. Slightly uh, biased, but I'll <laughs> no, absolutely tip the tour guide. But uh, because you're saying all this, 
this you realize this is the perfect setup for like a future ghost movie. You're like, oh, I've been in Savannah. I've made up stories. I know that ghosts aren't real. Next week, you might be haunted by a ghost. <laughs> well, hopefully it's like Gus and he's friendly. Fingers crossed, man. Casper and all the friendly ones, they're the best. <laughs> I hope you don't get the, the crazy man on the subway, the character actor. Oh, yeah. I wish I could remember his name, but you know his face. Yep. The droopy guy. Yep. Oh, man. If <laughs> We want you guys to let us know who your favorite ghosts are. Is it Inky, Binky, Blinky? Is it Inky, Blinky? What? Inky, Inky, Blinky, Inky, Pinky, Inky, and Dot. Dot from from uh, Pac-Man. The scariest ghost, because they're super fast. Yeah, they're super fast, and they're going to make you go... Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> they could kill you. Wait, <laughs> I'm just realizing that uh, the underlying themes of Pac-Man. <laughs> we want you to tell us all about your ghosts. Do you totally believe in them? Do you have an awesome ghost story? We want your awesome ghost story. Yeah, are they real? Do you have your own personal ghost? Yeah, hit us up on our socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at AssumingPod. You can also send us a Gmail, assumingpositions at gmail.com. Dot com. Every week I ask Mikey, what format would he like the Gmail sent in? What kind of ghostly format can they send you the email in? Uh, I'm going to steal a note from Bart Simpson, but I'm going to say, make the walls bleed. If you have ghost powers, then I want some uh, f- uh, I want some ethereal message to just appear. <laughs> As a ghost would be like, this is my house, you get out. Or, this is the best ghost ever, please talk about it. Like, something along those lines, just make it appear in the walls. Doesn't have to be blood, but something creepy. You know, <laughs> fit the theme. Yeah, the ectoplasm. He likes ecto-cooler. Ectoplasm. Ooh, oh, Lord, just give me ecto-cooler. I'll talk about whatever you want. <laughs> uh, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we also want to let you guys know, go to Anime Dallas. We're going to be there. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, look for us there. So it's November 12th through 14th. 2021 at the Hyatt Regency Hotel, DFW by the airport. Oh, we're going to be in person again. We're going to be doing panels. We're going to be talking to people. We're hoping to talk to you, too. Yeah. So thanks so much for listening. Thank you to Not Scott Productions for our equipment. That guy, Brad, for announcing Jazz R for our music. And we hope you guys have a spooky weekend, a great Halloween. It's almost here. Happy <laughs> Halloween. Ooh. <laughs> That's lightning. No thunder. (laughs) Thunder, thunder.